Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the morning devotion. So um, I just decided to throw away the board because it, I'm not using it anyway. <laughs> so uh, uh, I just want to share some scriptures with you, and I believe it's going to bless you. So Psalm 62, I'm going to start reading at verse 5. It says, My soul wait only upon God and silently submit to him. For my hope and expectation are from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. With God rests my salvation and my glory. He is my rock of unyielding strength and impenetrable hardness. And my refuge is in God. Okay, so we are really nothing in ourselves. But when we find our rest in him, when our soul waits upon him. Now that word wait is more like a very intense focus on him, uh, shutting out everything else. And not so much you sitting around idly, <laughs> doing nothing until God does something. All right, so my soul intentionally waits for God. I intentionally become silent I intentionally put my whole uh, focus of my whole being upon him, and I look for him. My soul waits upon him, silently submits to him, for my hope and expectation are from him. I just love this where he says in verse 6, He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and my fortress. I shall not be moved. With God rests my salvation and my glory. He is my rock of unyielding strength and impenetrable hardness, and my refuge is in God. There are so many scriptures speaking about the refuge. And Psalm 91, you know, those that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I shall say of the Lord, He is my rock and He is my refuge. So our refuge is in Him. And when our trust is in him, our, our souls find rest, okay? No uh, panic, no fear, no worries, no thoughts running around all the place, just peace, okay? And now it says in verse 8, trust in, lean on, rely on, and have confidence in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us, a fortress and a high tower, Selah. Okay, so we sp spoke about the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and is safe. Okay, verse 9, men of low degree in social scale are emptiness, futility, and breath. And men of high degree in the same scale are a lie and a delusion. So it doesn't matter where you are on the scale of poor or rich, where you are on the scale of influence or no influence, before God, it's not like any of that matters, okay? If God does it in you and through you, then God will have his influence to the world in you and through you. But your own thing, your own influence, your own wealth uh, on that scale really doesn't, doesn't mean anything if your heart cannot find refuge in him. So someone who is poor and insignificant in the eyes of the world, but his heart is in Christ, well, soon I believe God, his heart is for everyone to prosper. So don't hear me wrong. 
but it's better to be poor and have a soul that's resting in God than to have all the wealth of this world, but you have so much uh, anxiety and stress and worries um, that none of it means anything anyway. All right, so now he says in verse 10, trust not in and rely confidently not on extortion and oppression and do not vainly hope in robbery if riches increase. Set not your heart on them. Okay? God has spoken once, twice. Have I heard this, that power belongs to God. That's awesome. So power belongs to God. Power to get wealth. Power to salvation. All power belongs to God. And, um, and God wants to give all that power to you. Also to you, O Lord, belongs mercy and loving kindness. For you render to every man according to his work. So God wants to increase power to those who are weary. God wants to increase strength to those who do not have strength. Power belongs to God. And when we trust in him and rest in him, that power is imparted into your soul. All right, so Isaiah 40 says, verse 29, let's start at verse 28. Have you not known, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint or grow weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint and weary, and to him who has no mighty increases strength, causing it to multiply and making it to abound. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and selected young men shall feebly stumble and fall exhausted. But those that wait for the Lord, who expect, look for, and hope in him, shall change and renew their strength and power. They shall lift their wings and mount up close to God as eagles, mount up to the sun. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint or become tired. Okay. So if we wait on the Lord, he increases power to the faint. To him who has no might, he increases strength. So in everything that surrounds you, um, people don't really need a pandemic to stress. People stress about anything. You know, uh, people, if, if everything is going so well, You'll find the weirdest things that people look for to be angry about in countries where there's no problems. <laughs> the, the kind of discussions that countries have that have no problems, no real problems, is, is laughable. It's, it's really interesting. So people will invent things to be angry about. People will invent things to stress about, to worry about. But So, so it's not in the absence of problems. You'll find something to stress about. It is in knowing Jesus, it's in waiting on God, it's in resting in Him. When our soul finds rest, when our soul finds refuge in Him, that's when the power comes. That's when the strength comes. So it's not at all about you looking at your circumstances, trying to overcome your circumstances. Oh, the circumstances, we try to blame it on the circumstances. No, your soul has to rest in God. And what brings rest? A confident reliance on the gospel. What brings peace? 
It's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes by hearing and believing the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay, so I want to go to Habakkuk chapter 3. And uh, if, you, if you're in business and... Um, or, well, this basically affects everybody economically, this whole um, pandemic thing and the whole shutdown thing. Let me just find Habakkuk. <laughs> but looking economically at everything. We need to, to understand this. Okay. Bruce will now say, why don't you just look in, in the index? But here it is. I'm, I'm with it. I'm just clumsy. <laughs> okay. Bruce, if, you play, if you're watching, bless you. I, I love that brutal honesty that you have. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. So Habakkuk chapter 3, um, verse 17 says, Though the fig tree does not blossom, and there is no fruit on the vines, though the product of the olive fails, and the fields yield no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold, and there are no cattle in the stalls. Okay, so though every business is shut down by government regulations because of a virus. <laughs> Verse 18, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. This is really, really important. I will exult in the victorious God of my salvation. So Jesus was victorious, and the power to salvation comes through that message of his victory on the cross. Verse 19, the Lord is my strength, my personal bravery, and my invincible army. He makes my feet like hinds feet and will make me to walk, not stand still in terror, but to walk and make spiritual progress upon my high places of trouble, suffering, or responsibility. All right, so uh, the Lord is your strength. I want to read it also in the King James. It says, the Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places. Okay, so uh, have you ever looked at people especially people in ministry, and think, how are they doing that? How did they do that? You know, if there's certain ministries that has blessed the world that's just, you know, that's doing it from absolutely nowhere. You know, like if I look at A.A. Allen, his church was in the middle of the desert. He was, he was, he was in the middle of absolutely nowhere, and it, it blessed the world. I mean, if I think of Spirit Word and what happened there, uh, Prophet Kobus van Rensburg, they were in the middle of nowhere when they when they uh, built their buildings and the first building there, and when they, you know, it was big there in the news. Stilfontein is closing down, Ghost Town. He just took a marker and said, "Holy Ghost Town," you know. So it's not the circumstances, it's not the whatever situation that's going to make you succeed. Or going to make you fail. It's not where you grew up. It's not uh, who your father is, who your mother is. It's not which side of the railway you lived. Nothing of that matters. What matters is when your soul finds refuge in Christ. 
when you rest in him, when you find rest and he imparts his strength and his power to you. Okay? So I'm just thinking also of my friend, Prophet William Undi, how God lifted him and his family uh, into, into blessing and into prosperity and out of having nothing. And uh, he, he just went for it in the spirit. He just went for the gift of, of prophecy and, you know, uh, the whole uh, word of knowledge and accuracy in that. And God just lifted him. He just went for all the scriptures of, of prosperity and God lifted him. And that all happened in a time when uh, Zimbabwe was just shut down and there was no food for anyone. And God lifted him out of that. He took a word by a modernist now that said he's going to preach everywhere. And he, he's just preaching all over the world and blessing the world. And it's tremendous. It's a sign and a wonder. So uh, there are many more, obviously. Uh, but what I want to say is your circumstances does not uh, dictate your outcome but whether you turn to the Lord Jesus Christ, whether your heart is resting in him. So in Hebrews chapter 4, he says in verse 12, for the word that God speaks is alive, full of power. So he brings power to those who wait upon him, who rest in him. The word that God speaks is alive and full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, the soul, and the immortal spirit, and of joints and marrow of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing, sifting, analyzing, and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. So we need to let him do that. We need to wait and let God speak to our hearts. Verse 13, and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed and naked and defenseless to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. So God sees you. God sees your, your problems and your circumstances also, but he sees everything in, to the depth of your heart. So you, you might as well open up and let him in. Verse 14, inasmuch then as we have a great high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast to our confession of faith in him. So what you say, very important. Speak the word of God. Verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to understand and sympathize and have a shared feeling with our weaknesses and infirmities and liability to the assaults of temptation, but one who has been tempted in every respect as we are yet without sinning. Let us then fearlessly, confidently, boldly draw near to the throne of grace, the throne of God, unmerited favor to our sinners, that we may receive mercy for our failures and find grace, help in good time, for every need, appropriate help, well-timed help, coming just, just when we need it. So the power comes when we reach that place of the throne, when we come to the throne of grace. Now, the whole book of Hebrew, uh, chapter of Hebrews 4 speaks about entering the rest, and we enter the rest by faith. So you trust and lean confidently, rely on the Lord. You wait on the Lord. Now, a place of rest is a place of being seated. A place of rest is a place where we uh, do not work. We cease from human labors. That's also in Hebrews chapter 4. And we trust in him and we let him and his word do something. 
So we enter the rest and trust God by waiting on him and letting his spirit infuse inner strength and power to us. Letting his spirit and his anointing do everything. Letting him give you the power to get wealth. Letting him give you the power to heal the sick. So uh, my encouragement to you today is, as we are speaking, receive and let it encourage and strengthen your heart. But also, just let your heart be in a constant um, state of being open to God and tuned in to hear what God is saying. Uh, I want to uh, encourage you to regularly make place and space to be quiet before the Lord and hear Him speak. And when he speaks something, um, it's a good idea to maybe write it down, uh, get some record of it, because you forget. So, so make, uh, be serious about what God is saying to you, and think about the things that God has been saying to you, and weigh it over, and also in the scriptures. So let your heart be encouraged and strengthened. Thank you for watching. Please comment, please like, and please share. And uh, may you be blessed. Um, and I pray that you will experience rest and peace for your souls in this time in Jesus' name. Pray that God will turn all circumstances around, all the economic things around. Uh, and even if you are sick, may you be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed and we'll, we'll see you again. Amen.